0: This is Unscripted, a podcast by St. Aldate's Church. Listen along as Simon Ponsonby encourages us to dig into Scripture in the midst of our everyday lives. So take a moment to recenter your attention and welcome the presence of God as we listen to these ancient words. Hello, Saints. Welcome back to Unscripted. We're working through the last few verses in Ephesians chapter 6. And uh, yesterday, we were thinking about Tychicus in verse 21, and we're continuing to think about Tychicus today, verse 21 and verse 22. Tychicus is this dear brother and faithful servant in the Lord. And Paul says in verse 22, I am sending him to you for this very purpose, so you'll know how we're doing, and that he may encourage you. I think this is really interesting. I think it's really important. Paul is no solo apostle. He's no lone ranger. He always has others with him. He's always ministering and working in pairs. They're there accompanying him for friendship, for companionship, but there's also an element of mentorship in it. Paul had Titus, and Timothy, and Tychicus. Paul never forgot that it was Barnabas who picked him up and brought him along and introduced him into ministry. Paul was once the the sidekick, the apprentice of Barnabas. And now here, the aged apostle, he is seen with Tychicus and others around him. Titus, Timothy, Tychicus, I don't think it has to begin with a T, but there's three T's for you. And note that he is sending this letter that he's written to the Ephesians, perhaps even dictated, and Tychicus wrote it down, and he's sending it with Tychicus to them. And this man is more than just a mailman. There wasn't a postal service then, you paid for someone to, to carry it, to courier it, to deliver it. And in this Christian tradition, often Paul's letters were sent by someone. He couldn't go in person, but he would dictate the letter. He would then send the letter, and the person who brought the letter didn't just put it through the letterbox and go on. No, the person came. And the person expounded the letter, read the letter, explained the letter, exegeted the letter, added to the letter, put the letter in context. The person entrusted with the letter was also there to, as it were, bed the content of the letter down into the community that were receiving it. And this is important. It's why in Romans 16 verse 1, when we read about Phoebe, who brings the letter of the Romans to the Roman church, she will have not just been entrusted and respected um, with delivering it, but with teaching it. This is important because the first preacher of the letter of the Romans was a woman and I say that to encourage you who are women who are listening, that the first preacher of Romans was a woman. Paul wrote it, Phoebe preached it. She will have explained it. That was the nature of the courier, of the bringer of the letter. That's what they did in their office. Women be encouraged to preach. And you men who've constructed a theology which may rule out women from leadership and preaching, just meditate on that thought and uh, the relationship of the courier to the letter, to the delivering of it. But I want to reinforce the point that Paul did his ministry in team, that Paul did his ministry in pairs, that Paul was not an individual out on his own as an anointed apostle, but he mentored, he identified, he invested in, and he released the next generation. His gift didn't go to the grave with him. His gift in part was to be given away to release others and to impart that gift to others. I was recently uh, interviewed for a radio program, I'm speaking at a conference shortly, and um, the radio interviewer asked me, uh, what are my concerns and what are my hopes for the church? And I've been thinking about this whole question of mentoring, and I said, you know, Uh, And he, he was asking me about whether I was looking forward to preaching at the conference and what have you. And I said, I am, but here's the problem. It looks to me that it's the same old speakers. And we've all just gone and got old together. When I look back to when I was first preaching in these conferences, I was in my late 30s and early 40s. And here I am now in my late 50s. And it's still the same guy. We're just heavier and grayer, And I think it's really important, saints, that we're looking for Tychicus. We're looking for the our Phoebe. We're looking for that person to anoint and appoint and inspire and invest in, to identify and to release into ministry. This is what we need to do. We need to be releasing equipping and mentoring and releasing the next generation. People who are going to be more anointed than us, more inspired, more insightful. People who are able to engage with their culture and their context. You know, some of us are dinosaurs. I am. I'm from a different generation or two. Who's going to minister to the next generation, not Generation X or, or the baby boomers even that I've ministered to, but the next generation, Generation Z, Generation A. We need to identify, invest and release them. Where is Tychicus? If you're listening to this and you're an older leader in the church, who are you raising up to take your place? to launch them, to catapult them into ministry. And may it be that the next generation go much further, much faster, much higher, much deeper than we did. May our ceiling of what we may have done and achieved, may it be their floor, floor, their foundation, their platform to go higher and further and deeper in the things of God advancing the cause of Christ and building the church. Moses, he had Joshua and Jesus had the 12. Paul's got Tychicus, Timothy, Titus. And who have we got? And if you're a young person, maybe God is saying, I'm putting my hand on you and I want you to be part of that next generation in the now generation building the church. And if you're older and in church leadership, look around. Pray for the next generation to be raised up, for those who are dear brothers and sisters and faithful servants of the Lord, and then entrusted with the task of bringing God's Word.